Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 107 in Edmonton. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Along with Brendan Escott, Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, longtime Washington Capitals analyst, the former player, Alan May, along with former Pittsburgh Penguin, uh, part of the Oilers radio network, the highest scoring player in WHL history. That is Rob Brown. Oilers now again is brought to you by Digitex, wishing you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. All right. We're going to head straight off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline to our Oilers Now headliner presented today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. He has very strong opinions. And uh, if you're a virtue signaler who thinks you're better than everybody else, he might not be your cup of tea. Uh, we welcome back to the show, Alan May. Hello, Alan. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, Bob. Yeah, I, I love the fact that you bring it, and you are who you are, and I think that's thoroughly admired. Uh, we are having a, a, an interesting time in Canada. Obviously, you're well aware of what's going on with the Vancouver Canucks. Um, a confluence of events has occurred in the U.S. to get... Uh, do you know with, whether or not the Washington Capitals are vaccinated right now? I believe uh, as of Friday, roughly 46 to 47% of Americans were vaccinated. Canada was uh, about 15%. This was a concern of a lot of Canadians uh, almost a year ago when the pandemic started. Uh, but, uh, you know, have you noticed a change uh, in the United States uh, where you work on a daily basis? and with what's going on around the NHL team that you cover, the Washington Capitals? Well, the, of course, the, whole, the last year has been an absolute nightmare for everyone basically in the world and how you know different countries are handling it. And I think the guy that was president here uh, the last term did an excellent job of getting all these vaccines approved and you know everything that was going on. And no matter what happens, you know, people won't give him credit, but, you know, he, he got it done and people are getting everyone I know in my circle, uh, including myself. Uh, today I was vaccinated. I took a single shot of Johnson & Johnson. Uh, my family's been vaccinated. Every one of my friends has been vaccinated. The process, whether they're in the D.C., you know, Washington, D.C., in the state of Maryland, the state of Virginia, which is, you know, it's kind of a three-state area if you count D.C. as a state. And then back in Texas, everyone that I know has been able to get vaccinated and you know it's it's a process and it's just you know it's been people are starting to get back to living their lives and you know not looking over their shoulders and you know not being rude and defensive and you know you know uh, uneasy at all times so I, I think the biggest thing now and i as far as the capitals i have no i keep forgetting to ask you know where they are 
yeah. in regards to how many players have been vaccinated, the coaching staff or whatever, but I'm sure the coaches have probably been, you know, uh, Laviolette and, and McCarthy are over 50. Uh, Scott O'Neill would be over 50. So I'm imagine those guys already got it. So it's just yeah. a matter of now, you know, just, just, you know, being patient and or doing whatever you have to, to get it done. And it's, yeah. it's readily available all throughout the United States. And uh, today, uh, the Texas governor, uh, Abbott, who has taken a lot of criticism uh, from uh, various different uh, pundits out there, uh, uh, today the Texas Rangers are fully open. Fully open. They can have a full crowd for a baseball game. It's, it's, and, and some might say, no, Bob, that's too quick. They shouldn't be doing that. But you just, uh, the Dallas Stars team, we know this because of what happened yesterday with Bones, with Rick Boness. The entire Dallas Stars hockey team has been vaccinated. So it, it does show you that there's teams in the United States that are currently vaccinated. And I guess it shows you where, you know what? Uh, it, it shows you where Canada needs to get to. Like we, we, we got to get collectively as a country to that place. You know what I'm saying? You know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I'm shocked and surprised that, you know, I, I think the entire country of Canada should have been vaccinated by now. And I, I'm not sure why they haven't, why it's taken so long, why they're so far down the leaderboard or from around the world as to the percentage of vaccination. So I I, I want everyone up there to be able to get vaccinated. I, I can't believe that it hasn't happened yet. I feel like you know, people are, are are being held prisoner right now because the government's too slow to act. And it's just, you know, we all want to get back to our lives. And I know that living, I live full-time in the state of Texas. I work full-time in Washington, D.C. And when I go back there, you know, people have, I know people that have had COVID. Uh, a lot of people I know that have had it didn't know they had it. And, you know, it's different strains, whatever it is. But it seems like people are living their lives there. And uh, we don't have massive casualties, and I know that upsets a lot of people when you when you speak positively about an area <laughs> and about how they're living. And you know, we just look at California and Florida. California's been 100% locked down. It seems Florida's been 100% open, and the numbers are the same. And we don't, no one, you know, you don't even have to say it. You don't want anyone to die. You don't want anyone to, to get to get sick. But there's a difference. You know, people in Florida are able to live their lives. People in California are not. Uh, all right, so there you go. And it's funny, uh, as Al May joins us, Al, uh, you've got the, the, the certain segment of the texters that are like right on for Al for saying it like it is. And then we got the people saying, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Stay in your lane. So, uh, there you go. Uh, you know what? But yeah, I just want to argue back at stay in your lane. It's funny. Some people haven't left their houses, haven't done a damn thing. They, they're just getting inundated with, all the negative news out there, all the scare tactics, the, the fear-mongering that's gone on. And maybe if those people got onto their politicians, they, they'd be able to get more vaccinations and put pressure on their local governments and their federal government. Because really, when you see throughout the United States, depending on what news channel you watch, the news is always different. There is such a slant on everything. So yeah. all I you know th- is that people are walking around and they're healthy and they're happy. And uh, people are getting vaccinated here left and right. And we're and we're behind the U.S. That's all. And th- nobody can deny Canada is. But case in point, the, I mean, at the start of the year, you know, you had teams, Philadelphia Flyers, Boston Bruins, most recently, Dallas Stars to start the season. They all had runs uh, with uh, challenges with COVID, and all had to get games rescheduled. And now here we are, two thirds of the year, and Canada was. Uh, you know, took things very seriously and still don't have fans in any of the buildings. 
and now we have a situation with Vancouver. And, and, and I, I'm serious about this, Al. I wonder whether or not Vancouver is going to be able to get all 56 of their games in. I think it's a possibility that does not occur. It's crazy to think, isn't yeah, it? It sounds like they may miss a week or two, and then where will their players be with that? And from the things I've heard, uh, the players' families and children have been sick, so it could be a team that doesn't get to finish the regular season. In all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, interesting stuff. Uh, by the way, Al, wow, I respect Al May ever, uh, way more than ever before. Uh, Dan and Devin says, Bob, it's an Easter miracle. Somebody finally talking positive about President Trump on your show. Specter must be frothing at the mouth from Dan and Devin. Uh, again, you can text us at any time. Uh, and it's, you know what? I mean, hey, I, I get it. There's, it's, it's, Here's the thing. I think we can all agree Canada had a here these are the facts. The fact there's two facts for everybody to that we can definitively say. The United States has had a higher death rate than Canada due to COVID. That is an undeniable fact and currently a far greater percentage of Americans are vaccinated than Canadians. That too is an undeniable fact. So take it for what it's worth. All right, let's get on to the hockey stuff. Al, you got everybody fired up. Uh, all right, I lied. I wanted to get your thoughts on Charles Barkley. Did you see his comments about the polarization of American uh, society due to politics and the fact that the two basically political entities are are compelled to wor- to work against each other to try to draw support from the citizens instead of collaboratively working together. What did you think of that? I love that man. I I saw when I saw what he or saw and listened to what he had to say. Uh, I feel the same way a lot of times because it's you know what we've seen with the divided news and not reporting the facts and they're and they're all guilty of it and it really distorts everything and people are really and and the people that are scared that are that are you know at odds with what you and I have to say. You know, they fell prey to that, and I can't blame them because if if that's, you know, where they watch or where they gather their news from, you know, they're going to be swayed. You know, it's the same thing. Like I see a lot of Canadian sports reporters uh, in, in the print or the digital have a lot of opinions about American politics, but they don't live here. They don't walk the streets. You know, they don't go to the grocery stores. They don't pay taxes here, but they've sure got a lot of opinions, and certainly I know where it's from. It's not from walking the streets and living here like I do. It's from where they gather their news. And to me, that's very alarming. And once again, you know, we're in a day and age now where we don't know what's true, what's fact, what's fiction. Uh, it's, it's absolutely scary. Uh, hey, Al May, we need a prime minister. Are you interested? That one comes to us from Stephen in uh, B.C. Uh, Jason from Sangudo says, Bob, if COVID was made of carbon, Trudeau would have taxed it in a submission months ago. That <laughs> Well, well, those, and, those would be those would be easy shoes to fill uh, for uh, sure. All right, and Ricky Jasper counters that. I want to have balance here, Al. I'm trying not to be fake news. I want to have balance. Ricky Jasper <laughs> says, Al May and David Staples are your two worst guests, and it's not even close. <laughs> so you can see you can see where the politics come down. All right, as a guy who worked as a uh, legendary uh, enforcer, though you wouldn't call yourself one, a guy who willed yourself uh, in a league. It is a completely different time in the National Hockey League. Uh, we know that. Or are, do we know that, right? Fighting is up. Uh, TSN's Darren Dreger reported about two weeks ago that fighting was up around 40% in the National Hockey League. Al, are you seeing that right now in the division that the Washington Capitals are in? 
No, yeah, we, we you hardly see a fight, and they make these guys legendary like their Semenko when they do drop the gloves. Uh, it, the numbers were so were so far down last year that the few fights you're having this year are kind of inflating it, and maybe you know with the divisional stuff because we really haven't had it here. We'll have all these back-to-back games, and there's really nothing happening. And you know, I was hoping it would be a lot more. You know, at least in the Eastern Division it would be a lot more rambunctious than it has been. And it, it hasn't. And we've had Tom Wilson's gone like four games in a row without a hit. Um, the Capitals, when they're at their best, aren't hitting. They're poke checking and stick checking and puck checking and whatever you want to call it. But the game is being played. It's so overcoached right now. And I think really maybe it's more overcoached because teams are in their division. They've got a lot more tape. Uh, they're able just to focus on the six or seven teams that are in their division. And it's making the game go that way because, really, the games have been a little bit tough to watch lately. When I watch all over the National Hockey League, I spent you know most of my time watching games, and I'm not seeing a lot of physical battles just because of the, it's all systems hockey right now. And I think as we get closer to the finish line, you'll have a lot more you know heart and hustle into the game that'll add to the physicality of it. Call and text the show to say El May needs to be a weekly regular. So refreshing. <laughs> the Big L counters. The Big L says, Bob, I loved L as a player and a guest. Regarding the Canadian government being slow compared to the U.S., the Trump administration was slow to line up vaccine purchases. And in the future, we'll see that the Biden administration paid steeply to corner the vaccine market. Canada is huge <laughs> geographically and a tenth of the population of the U.S., so our medical services, much like our postal and logistical services, are stretched. It's not a fair comparison. I'm trying to provide hey, some I, balance. Hey, Bob, yeah, Bob, you can give all the balance. I went to a drugstore today and they vax- the pharmacist vaccinated me. So yeah. I was, I was well, in and Yeah, we're going to have that here too. Yeah. We are. You yeah. are going to be able to go to uh, a, a drugstore here in Canada, and it's, and it's a good thing. All right, let's get to the, let's get to the hockey stuff. Uh, Patrick Kane said the other day, Al, it's not close. Connor McDavid's the best player uh, in the league, not even close. And the Oilers have got a really good team. He's going to win the Hart Trophy. Your thoughts on that comment? Uh, I'm with Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane for president. He he's 100 <laughs> percent correct on that one. And, uh, McDavid. If if anyone's stopping him himself from getting even more points, it's Connor. I think he's. I can't get enough of watching him right now. The competitive juices are there. I like the fact that he's getting a little pissed off lately, but he he's on fire. It seems like every shift, and he might be too fast for the rest of his teammates. The way he plays, I've got no problem with that. Uh, I just don't want him to slow down, and I, I I'm hoping he gets to 100 points. I think it would be absolutely phenomenal in the in this partial season, especially you know what we've seen over the last 10 years where. You know, in 82 games, it's tough for guys to crack the century mark. So I'm a big believer in him. I think as long as he stays healthy, he's winning everything. And the Oilers are a better team than they have been. And, you know, it's it's tough to – it's easy to poke holes in every team in the National Hockey League. I, I'm covering a team that has 54 points right now in their fourth place overall in the entire league. And people are poking holes in them all the time. They're too old. They're too slow. They're too this. They're too that. You get 54 points. I'm not poking any holes in Connor McDavid, and uh, I think the Oilers are on the up and up. And the fact that Dave Tippett is demanding so much out of his players using the taxi squad, the way they're they're changing their lineup, I, I think it's been great to see what the Oilers have been able to do. Uh, Connor McDavid and Nate the Great McKinnon, uh, both a little bit demonstrative of some actions and both got uh, $5,000 fines. Now, I have a theory on this, and I discussed this a bit with Louie and George last week. 
the fact that there's no longer enforcers that sort of keep some other guys in check. Uh, you mentioned the pace that McDavid plays at. I wonder if that plays a factor in some non-calls sometime. What do you think of uh, star players creating a little bit more room for your, uh, themselves out of the ice? And you played with and against a guy that often did that by the name of Mark Messier. Well, they they kind of have to do it right now because there are hundred. How many enforcers are there in the league? Like maybe five guys that kind of do it, and it's a completely different time. And you know that's the progress of the game, whether you like it or not. But I can see how guys get pissed off and they have to do things and they get frustrated. And I'm a big believer, you know, the the whole Tim Peel scandal and all that, which you know people made so much out of. I'm a believer in a penalty is a penalty. I don't care whether it's preseason, regular season, or playoffs. I don't care what pe- period's in, first, second, third, any period in overtime. A penalty is a penalty. And the consistency, you know, the managing of the game is the stuff after the whistles, the stuff, you know, post-whistle, what the players say to each other or how they're acting, the pushing and the shoving and all of the different. To me, that's managing the game. The game isn't managing well, we gave McDavid, you know, he's got three hookings and a tripping against him already. Well, there's only one way to slow him down. That's with the stick or obstruction, and they're all penalties. And I, I just think they have to call it. And to me, I can see why they get so upset. And when players, you know, push and shove with them after the shifts, I can see that. And that's where the referee should manage the game if they're being harassed after every whistle, uh, every stoppage of play. If players, you know, the rats, the pests are going after those guys. That's how you manage a game. You call them. Uh, one final one for you. Can a goaltender lead? Because to me, when Mike Smith's in there, it looks like he's leading. Well, I, you know what? I just think there's belief more than lead. When, when the goaltenders are in there, how hard they battle, how hard they fight, That to me, that's the bottom line. And, you know, we saw when they named the captain in, in net in Vancouver. didn't work out too well. I, I think the leaders are, are the, the, the players on your team, but there's just more belief when you have certain guys that are that are your backstopper, and it doesn't go, you know, whatever league you're at, or whatever level you're playing, you got to believe in your goaltenders. I don't care if it's men's league, beer league, kids hockey, you know, collegiate, any level of pro, you've got to believe in your goaltenders. You need a great backstop. Craig's got the final word. Craig's text the show to say Al May is a great <laughs> guest, excellent hockey knowledge, and he's not a phony wokist. Uh, there you go. Al, thank you for uh, your appearance on today's show. Uh, I'm glad you got vaccinated, and one of these days we'll actually get to see each other uh, down the road in the trails. Thanks for joining us on Oilers. Yeah, op- open the border, man. I can't wait. I can't All wait right. to get home to see my mom and dad. All right, okay. We'll see you, man. Thanks a lot, Al. That was a great appearance. That's Al May joining us out of uh, Washington, longtime uh, Capitals uh, player and analyst. Guests on the show receive good certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. When we come back, we'll do our North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. You're more aware of it this year, just so you know, you're more cognizant of really digging into how your team feels. And, uh, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of outside factors going on throughout the whole league that 
everybody is aware of. So you're, you know, you become very cognizant of making sure your team's up to speed on everything. And and you know, just in the last few days, I mean, you, we've had a the league has sent out a memo that just stay vigilant on what you're doing. And so there's things like that that you're you're really in touch with your group. And um, you know, you're always trying to figure out how it affects your group. How how you know how does the Vancouver situation affect your whole group you, you try to monitor it and make sure you're talking with your team and make sure we're uh, doing things right to, that you know that just allow us to move along as as best we can all right that's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett being asked about the ongoing challenges that the pandemic uh, have placed on uh, Canadian uh, NHL teams obviously including the Oilers and the uh, sort of the standards and the protocols that they have to follow on a day-to-day basis to put themselves in the best possible position uh, to play uh, we are going to get to the North Division report it's brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence back in the 630 Jet Studios Brandon Escott Toronto has opened up a six-point lead on Edmonton who sit in second place. Uh, Edmonton, Toronto, and Winnipeg now have all played the same amount of games. Edmonton and Winnipeg tied at 47 points. Jets dropping their last two. Uh, Montreal sitting there in the fourth and final playoff spot. 41 points to their credit. Just 34 games played, however. And we're starting to see real separation, as talked about, as far as the teams that are out of the playoff mix right now. Vancouver and Calgary, 37-39 games played, respectively, but only 35 points to speak of. Calgary, in fact, dropping three consecutive games now. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home, it all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. Find it, love it, move in. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Bobby Farian. Back with Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.